<laughs> family friendly. We are, when did we ever say we were family friendly? We're HR appropriate. That's not the same thing. <laughs> we're, we're just on the skin of our teeth. It's every post is, am I going to get fired this time? No. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, I think you should. I think you should do the introduction, Tiffany, because it's always me starting off. So you can do it this time. I think that's the thing now, right? Oh, is it the thing? Don't we have like a thing? Okay. So yeah, I'm Kayla and I Tuttle. never remember the name of our podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm Kayla Tuttle. Uh, this is the Daily Deal Visions Weekly Podcast, and I'm here with <gasps> Tiffany Lewis. And today we're going to talk about celebrations yay there's a so that's where um you're talking about team members who have woos there's there's our woo there's our woo for the day we are not woos naturally but that is our woo for the day i woo a lot in general but it's not just not my strength we actually say woo but it's always a little bit semi-ironic or dry like woo yeah all right and people are like you don't mean that i'm like no i don't mean that but i I did it no you don't but i do i genuinely like to woo have we ever talked about celebrations oh we haven't talked about celebrations but we can celebrations are the thing that i'm worst at okay then let's (laughs) well i'm not great at it either actually (laughs) I have to work really hard at it, but I will, I like it. So that's, I know, okay, this, is, this is where like for me, celebrations are the celebrations when people have been promoted out, uh, because then I can say all of the good things <laughs> they've done, uh, and I could actually be nice as opposed to my typical, you did A, B, C, and D correctly. We need to work on D, E, F, and G. So let's spend all of our time talking about the thing we need to work on as opposed to, uh, thanking you or yeah. praising you for the the like I, I did that with reviews like reviews i would spend all my time talking about how good people did um and you get that once a year yeah <laughs> i do, do you discover that with my teams though everyone needs something different and like like um when patty first started as a regional director of operations for region two we she did the love language book like the work love languages and it was really helpful because she really understood what her the love languages were for her people and i think that that's really important because everyone needs something different right and that's where the communication portion comes in uh into play i think you have to pay attention to how your team responds and reacts and even like get served like a poll going or a survey or just asking them things that they things that they like i remember in Tullahoma once we were trying to do something it was like the christmas it was like the holiday party and they were trying to do something fancier with food and finally they were just like can you just can we just do like a taco bar and we were like uh yeah yeah a taco <laughs> bar and they were like so happy and it was great and it was so good and everyone loved it and it was delicious and everyone was really happy with it because it was like tacos and you didn't love tacos but I was like we were really working I mean I was just happy to be sitting in their meeting when this was going on and it was like everyone was working really hard to do something like really nice but they just and tacos were great but like they just wanted tacos yeah they were just it was just simple no that's the kind and of I stuff, that. that's the kind of stuff that works out 
pretty well. Like when I was um, one of the teams I worked with, uh, they tried a previous GM tried to doing like games and stuff. Um, and the housekeepers were like, if we have to do any more stupid games, we're going to quit. And they weren't joking. They were serious. Like they were yeah, going to quit. And then there's, and there's some teams who love games. Yeah. So for, I, I mean, yeah. So, yes. uh, instead we'd end up having like, uh, food trucks, like ice cream truck or a snow cone truck. Mm. Um, so you surprise them, like, and that's why it wasn't necessarily like monthly celebration, but it'd be like random Tuesday. Hey, come on down. We have right. snow cones for you. And they're like, snow cones, this is the greatest thing ever. And they were super happy to have a surprise treat like that. But if you give them a game, they were, they would literally quit. But I've also been, you know, I'm sure that you've been at properties where it's like, games, let's have games. So it's, yeah. it's figuring out what team you have and adapting to them as opposed right. to just trying to force in, you know, you're right. Like Reggie or Janelle will be like, Here. you know, play games. And you're like, okay, I guess we have to play games because this is what the home office wants. Right. But I mean, what they want is happy, satisfied, happy, you know, people who want to come to work. Yeah. Um, and they're perfectly yeah. fine with. And, yep. Yeah. Asking, just asking your team. They, they're pretty vocal. <laughs> I have found that, that our teams are pretty vocal when it comes to like what they want or what they, and sometimes you do need to like do a game because it's fun and then they all get into it. So you kind of sometimes have to test the waters, even if they say you never want games, but maybe play a game to see how it really works. And then you can see their reactions. The other thing about, like celebrations and like being thankful. Like I've encouraged my sales teams in the past. Like if you've booked some huge group or we're doing a big turnover in one day and housekeeping is going to be working late or just extra hard, like walk up there with waters or sodas or some sort of treat in the middle of the day and thank them. Like it goes a really long way for them to see um, that, you know, we like sales wise, we book all this business. And then we don't do the operations side. Like that's not, we cook it, up bakes it. Like that's kind of how that, I don't know, like that's how that saying works. Yeah. God, I never get any things right. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> never, never get a saying right. But I really want to use them all the time. <laughs> I bet that's, you know, go pick up some drumsticks, uh, walk them around your housekeeping floor and, like say mm, thank that's you that way. Um, there's a lot of ways to, a lot of ways to. That's where I'm. I I prefer um, consistent small gestures to like monthly celebrations because we're in the hotel business and it is more fun than like science. Health insurance. <laughs> science is awesome. We definitely need it, but it doesn't seem as fun as hotel business. So uh, I don't know. If I think this celebration reminds us. If you're if you're uh, sending something to Mars, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but that's I guess all sides. The double tree is. Let's. It's not going to be announced. The double tree is sending is going to be the first cookie that's baked in space. The double tree cookie. Ah, nice. Oh. It just got announced today. It's very exciting. Double tree cookies. They're out of this world. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm literally. I'm that's the worst thing that you've ever said, Tiffany Lewis. I can't. That's <laughs> take it back right now. Take it back right now. Never. 
Oh Never. my gosh. We're going to celebrate the cookie. Yes, it's exciting. Let's, so. see if, let's see if we can get this on I'm the microphone. Saying. Let's see if we can actually get the sound on the microphone. That was my head <laughs> hand slapping my forehead for the badness of that joke. Um, but I think they're, people they're, they're, really enjoy the cookie. Oh no, they're a fantastic cookie. I've just I've just eaten too many of them and can now never eat them again. Yeah. My grandfather. He really celebrated them well. I celebrated them far too much. Yes. <laughs> Because they're out of this world, so. Because um, they're out of this world, yeah. we've really gone off the rails on this golf, on this podcast. Yeah, this one's gonna be so six far. minutes because there's so much. We're gonna have six minutes, but 117 introductions. Like we're gonna get only introductions from this podcast. It's just gonna be <laughs> opening right. jokes and nothing else. <laughs> hey, that's that is important content and it, you have to open the podcast with a good gag or a good joke so we've gotten at least two of those with your terrible out yeah. of this world joke it says on the meeting thing that we're supposed to the people remote users call in at 8 45 but no one ever dials us but like we're all on the call, but Reggie never connects you guys. <laughs> never. It's um, been two months now. So do you want me to tell that to Reggie, or do you just want to have the fifteen minutes? No. <laughs> I just think that we're gonna let it go. <laughs> I feel like if Tom hasn't said anything, then I'm not gonna say anything either. I don't think. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> We're here with Terry Dom, um, Vice President of Revenue Optimization, whose mother is still proud of his title. <laughs> um, and we're going to ask Terry two questions because that's the gimmick. So, um, first question, uh, it's a two-parter. One, how many days until you see the stones? It's like I said, three-parter. How many days do you see them? How many times have you seen them? And is there a song that you, they have not played that you really want to hear? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, it is not that I'm counting, but I have been, as you know, on my whiteboard for the past 30 days. Um, so I'm down to 12 days till the Stones play FedEx Field in Washington, D.C. We're road tripping up there for that um, for my wife's birthday. She's not as big a fan. But anyway... Um, so 12 days for that, it'll be the 13th time that I've seen the Rolling Stones since 1989, so that just made me sound really old, um, and geeky side that I, that I have, I do have a list of every set list that I've they've played for the other 12 times that I've seen them, and there's been, for the most part, heard just about... Everything that I, I think I would want to hear, they do have one song that's like a real bluesy nugget called "Down in the Hole." Okay. They have never ever played in concert. Um, that okay. I, would, I would love to hear that one. Probably most of all, that would be the one. And that's mostly just because they haven't played it. Well, it's one of my. It, it still is one of my favorite. One of my favorite tunes. So I've got a a list of. I mean, the favorite Stone songs. I also have a list of uh, like the 
best blues songs out there, and this one hit my top ten on that. It's a, uh, an obscure song that that no one's ever heard of. It's a great tune. Which album? What album? Well, Kayla that will be on the Emotional Rescue album. Okay. Good. Th- <laughs> Thanks, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the second question is going to be more of a um, we try and we try and do one fun question and one more work adjacent question. Um, we th- good that we do that. Yeah, we think that there's we. we we have a hunch that there's going to be some like softening um, for going forward for a little bit. Um, do you have any suggestions on um, if you're entering a softer market, uh, things that that help you out? No, there's and that's not part of the question, but that softening that we're seeing it really is especially on weekends since memorial day so i've always done like memorial day is that first weekend of summer and in our particular case of the 37 comp sets that we have um there was 22 of them (coughs) that were negative and red far for that particular weekend and that trend that we've seen that trend continue um about that same number going forward for the first three weeks of summer. So not that I'm throwing the towel in on summer. Um, if you look back, Star just released their May numbers and overall across all of the land, the RevPAR was up 2.5%. So that's still is growth. But um, in our markets, our sets are, are getting hit with new supply. And so I, the exciting part of this is it's not going to be great for you know, for our, our budget numbers, but I think our we do an awful lot of celebrating on the stars and talking about hitting the stars, and we're about to kind of get into that point of the cycle where uh, the real challenge becomes budget. And if we focus on budget and putting revenues on the books and achieving the budgeted revenues, that map part, the star report, is going to take care of itself. And we, we have this really cool opportunity as the Reggie says, you know, the tide goes goes down. That we, as things start to soften, if we are more reactive and ahead of it, as far as layering in pieces of business, whether it be group, whether it be you know, a new project piece of the extended stays, we probably could use each of the hotels, kind of go back in and look at our L and R's and C and R's to see if we can ratchet that up just doesn't have to be monumentally but just just a little bit but if we can get ahead of this before everybody else gets ahead of this we could go into fourth quarter and just and be in a great shape and the expectation is if your summer's slow things are not gonna dramatically improve in the late in Q4, third yeah. quarter and fourth quarter when things are starting to slow so, down yeah so it's like if, you're not going to do well in the slow season, not so well in the busy season. The other one is like that, like where I get my hands super close together and I look like um, a boxing nun, and my hands start wiggling. That. Yeah, so that's the other excited. So there's two versions. One. There's the I like that one. excited and boxing nun excited. I'm just always a little bit excited. Yeah, just in my daily life, just naturally, uh, naturally excited about yeah. stuff at all times. Mm-hmm.